welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 6th. I am Jared. No, oh, I don't even know what my name is anymore. It's been that kind <laughs> of week. It might be guys. Jared. It's been that kind of week. Holiday. You come out for a holiday weekend. I don't know about you guys, but I struggle Tuesday coming back after a holiday weekend. Why do you just, struggle? It, yeah, that extra day, I, I literally contemplate just quitting my job anytime I get time off. It's don't just, you own your own business? Yeah. It's so okay. fantastic <laughs> okay. not working. Right, and so when you then have to go back to work after that, the anxiety is just crippling. It's it's terrible. I hate it. I can't sleep. Yeah, the Sunday scaries or the Monday scaries. Yeah. I like Mondays. <sighs> but People hate that, but I just, like Mondays. It's just after. Yeah, no, I can't do. It, I can't do. It. I'm Jared All. I think that's my name. At least that's what I'm going with. Connor Holskamp to my left, co-host yeah, of the show, and that was the voice of Nick Sopris. Hey, good morning, producer on the ones and twos. Doo-doo. It's also not morning, but I guess people probably are listening to it in the morning. <laughs> it could be any time you want it to be. Any time. It's true, man. All right, we're getting off to <laughs> a weird relative, one, brother. Yeah, man. which means, uh-huh. can only mean one thing. NFL is here, and we're all probably about two or yes. three fantasy football drafts in. Thank God it's I know I got over. two more coming this week. How many leagues are you in? Uh, I'm only in three, but then there's the ones where my wife does, and you know. God, that sounds awful. It's, yeah, it's a lot. There was it's like a, a major influx of everyone doing like four leagues and then everyone realized how absolutely ridiculous that is. Well, it, it, and now everyone's down to like two. And here's why it sucks, especially if you're not doing like the daily stuff because... Oh, wait, hang on. I'm so sorry. Connor, how many leagues are you in? I, I have four. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I, I yeah. cut it down this year. He cut it down. Oh, but wow. tell me, Connor, tell me this. Okay, so you're somebody in a lot of leagues. Do you not find every week that you can't really root for anyone because you're always playing against the guy you need to score in one league. You're playing against him in the other. So what Connor is... here's, uh, here's So this. I try to pick... I try to pick similar players I lie, you know I so i so i at, at least all. have like a handful of guys that i can root for right generally but yeah no your point's valid it uh i've kind of uh, gotten to the strategy where i just watch football and i don't root for anybody but the broncos and i just kind of watch and let the chips fall where they may here's, so here's, a, you know? here's, a, <laughs> you here's a, a strategy for the four league plus guy the four league plus guy drafts and connor I'm going to counter with what you say. You have all different players. And what you do is you're guaranteed to have one good team. So therefore, you're always good at fantasy. You can always tell your <laughs> friends, I'm unbelievably good at fantasy. My team made it to the championship. It only took well, four teams. Exactly. And to a certain extent, <laughs> that's exactly. actually right. No, no, to a certain extent, that is it. Because uh, so even though if you try and have some similar players, it never works out to where you have like the same team, you know what I mean? Uh, and what ends up happening is a couple of your teams, you end up being really, really bad. And so then you don't really root for it. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. If, if you're way out of the playoffs... See, out of the three of us, this is Connor. Connor's the four four team guy because he just has to maximize his his output and make sure he always is a good player. <laughs> I'm always good I'm, at fantasy. I'm that guy. I always have a good time. I'm, I'm still never good. That, that like I I try hard. I do my little research and stuff. I try to look at, but I'm you know I'm just kind of got my my couple teams. I'm always solid. Every now and then I'll go on a run. And then Nick Soaps is the guy that just shows up to the draft. Is like oh. Oh, wait, they don't have a list for us here? Uh, oh, That's okay. actually totally and then, true. And then <laughs> just goes and drafts the craziest draft, ends up hitting somebody huge round eight or nine that ends up being a league winner and goes and wins a championship for nothing. If you've seen the league, you are Taco, okay? You I are have been taco. called Taco. You know, the thing is, too, uh, if you listen to the show, Eight months ago, nine months ago, Cam Akers had a torn Achilles. <laughs> I was in Napa. I did draft Cam Akers with, I believe, my second or third pick. Yeah, I thought it was your first round. No, it wasn't my first round. I drafted Derrick Henry. 
I, I did draft your keeper. But okay. No, because he's my All keeper right. this year. Uh, but you got to tell him how. That's the best part. Uh, apparently, well, I didn't the, know. I, the best I was, part was how this happened. I don't know. So I'm zooming. <laughs> if everyone goes in person because this league, you have to be in person, whatever. I was not in person. I got a exception from the commissioner, the Stalin of the league. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm What did pick- you purchase? You tell him. You tell him what you purchased to help you with this. Draft. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, the best part. Right, Come right. on. You're so anyways, so anyways, I'm traveling and I'm I'm going, and we get to the airport and I realize our draft is tomorrow. I'm obviously going to get really drunk, and so <laughs> I didn't have any sheets. I didn't have anything prepared. So the airport was kind enough to have an ESPN fantasy magazine. Wow, I had a magazine. So I end up dra- I end up <laughs> drafting out of the magazine. I end up drafting from the magazine when I take Cam Akers. <laughs> all the guys, they're all being rowdy and. They say, are you sure <laughs> you, you sure? want Cam Akers? And he I just say, cuts us off. Cam Akers. I say, Cam yeah, Akers. I'm hungover. I say, yes, I definitely want Cam Akers. Leave me alone. You can hear like I, I like a like a like a not a smirk, but whatever the action would be like a like a scoff almost like disgust. I like that. <laughs> and, yeah. And then so anyways, I draft Cam Akers. I then look at the back of my magazine. It was from like June of the year. So that magazine was like three months old. So. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that seems about right. I think that's yeah. is. I got is, third. I ended up getting third. So have you guys? Are you guys familiar with the league, mm-hmm. the, the, the show. show, the yeah, show, yeah, the league? Yeah. yeah. So I have been called Taco. If he's Taco, I think I could be Kevin, which is not a good thing. But I think it's that's not horrible. Where I fit in there. Who would Connor be of this the show? Is he the Ruxin? Connor's definitely Ruxin. He's Ruxin. He's definitely Ruxin. He's definitely Ruxin. Nice. I'll wear it. <laughs> All right. Four league guy. Oh, the four league guy. All right. NFL football does begin this week. Thursday night, two nights from tonight to be specific, although the Broncos do not play until Whatever. Monday. Uh, before we get Whatever. to too much with the Broncos, I want to kind of talk about what's happened uh, outside of the, the field of play, which is Russell Wilson getting his big contract extension. Uh, I don't think anyone's too surprised. Maybe at the timing, it's kind of surprising, but we all knew this was inevitably going to happen. This is a five-year, just under $243 million contract with $161 million guaranteed. What are your guys' thoughts on the extension, which, by the way, doesn't start until two years down the road. Uh, he'll finish his original contract. So he's under contract with the Broncos through 2028. Connor. Yeah, I, it's good. I said on the show uh, you know, a few weeks ago that I felt that it was going to get more concerning uh, if you were going into next season without tying him up long term. So, no, I think it's an excellent deal. The fact that they didn't have to go to the Deshaun Watson guarantee uh, amount of money. And, you know, I mean, he's, what is he, like the third highest paid quarterback this year? How now? big of a win is um, that for yeah, NFL a- owners? Oh, yeah. That for Russell oh, yeah. Wilson to oh, yeah. not winners. demand a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, no, that's uh, big, big time winners for the NFL owners. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think that's great. Hey, the price is right. Uh, we've gone too long without quarterback here. We're, we're starving, so to speak. So now that's great. It's, it's good to lock him up for another seven years. Now let's just uh, see it on the field. Yeah, this to me is a slam dunk deal. By the time he gets to the end of the contract and these big cap numbers are hitting, it's going to look so friendly. We've seen that year over year with quarterback contracts. They just keep skyrocketing. I mean, look at his cap numbers over the next three years. 2022 is a $2 million cap hit. 2023 is $8 million. 2024 is $17 million, which that's the first year of the new deal. After that... Starts to get a little, little trade bit him. pricey, a little bit pricey. But even by the end of it, you're still talking 44 million and 50 million My in the God. last two years of the that contract. And who knows where quarterbacks will be by then? 
I mean, honestly, above like, 50, I'll probably right, see right, that, yeah, right? So, uh, no, I think it's great. It's great that they didn't have to set the market on him. You know, they didn't have to go do a resetting market deal with all these $250 guarantees. Well, what is it? What did you say it was? 160 guarantees? 161 guarantees. 161? Which yeah. is like three oh, quarters of the, the contract. Oh, right? that, that is absolutely fantastic. And Love it. Do, do you think this has any impact in future free agents maybe being willing to take a little bit of a discount, come to Denver and try to win a championship? That's, I mean, uh, Russ Wilson has come out and said that's what he did. Yeah, I don't know about all that until they uh, prove that they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I mean, you know, if they, it's a tough division. I mean, we've talked about it, right? Like they could win ten games and still not make the playoffs this year. Like that could happen. <laughs> and if that happens, you win ten games, you don't make the playoffs. I'm not sure if free agents are stumbling over themselves to get here because they need to win a championship. I mean, you have to make a deep run in the playoffs. To, before someone's going to be convinced that like, hey, I'm going to come here for the last couple of years of my career to try to win a Super Bowl type of thing. You know? Yeah, I, I don't I, see I think that you're happening right. They're probably so. a, a year or two away from that being around it. But even then, this contract will still be very That's favorable with it. So I, I think, yeah, like I mentioned, the, the NFL owners are the big winners of that. It's win, that as Michael Scott says, it's win, win, win. I love that scenario. Yeah. Everybody wins. It's win for Russell Wilson, win for the NFL and the owners, Win for the fans. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and a loss for Lamar Jackson. He's the only one losing. Nah, you know what I like? He's the It's the sixth highest contract. Uh, he's, he's the sixth highest paid quarterback. Excuse me. It's fine. I think that's I actually about I, right. I I'll think be it's curious. About where he fits I'm in. just curious to see Lamar? how it shakes out. No, uh, Russell Wilson. I think he fits in as about the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. Is that where he is right now? Sixth highest yeah. paid? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's what the contract oh, is. Well, there's third. so many of them are, that are right there. and it Yeah, and it depends on where. Yeah. I think this one was based off of... Uh, I think it's total contract. I don't know if it's based off guaranteed yeah. money Average, or whatever. Average, annual value, yeah. or the guarantees. So, or with whatever. that said, I just I just think it's fine. I, I'm excited to have Russ. I want Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to play a long time. I know I'm, I'm, I'm wanting my cake and eat it too, but I... Uh, it's nice. I think it'll be good to see where it's at. I wish they would have only extended him for three to four years, but when he said he wants to make it a destination spot for free agents, I was in. I think this is a best case scenario from where you were sitting a year ago, where you are now. This is a it, best case. Drew Lock isn't even process. starting, and I did just. I hey, yeah, that's great. Uh, I did. I did <laughs> just want to disappointing. I want. I want to just. I, I did look it up just to make sure we're accurate as we can be here on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. The uh, Russell Wilson is the third most value of a contract of all quarterbacks at total contract. Yep, two hundred forty-five million dollars average annual. He's actually second. Interesting. Oh, wow. okay. okay. So, uh, so yeah, that might be the guarantee. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it was guaranteed money that yeah, Nick was looking at. But uh, either way, the total contract and the average annual value, if he plays out that contract, puts him at second or third, depending on what you're looking at. So, still a win for the Broncos. It is it's good it stuff. Still is. All right. Uh, last thing before we move on to the game, just in a kind of a big picture standpoint, before we start breaking down, because as we go through each week, you know, we try to kind of recap the previous game. We obviously don't have one this week. We preview the upcoming game, and then there's usually some other topics throughout the season that are, are relevant and get discussed, but before we kind of dive into the week-by-week -week breakdown, I just want to get kind of the big picture thoughts. What are fair expectations for the Broncos? What do they need to do for you to consider this a successful season? Uh, man, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's tough not to just take the easy cop-out answer and say, make the playoffs, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, but that, is that's that really, enough? Is that enough? Oh, I do think it's enough. Yeah, absolutely. In this division, you make the playoffs, but I would even go a step further and say, even if they have a, you know, 10 win season 
and they don't make the playoffs because of the tough division that we mentioned. Lame. You know? That's lame. I would still consider that a so successful lame. season. Hey, as long as so lame. Uh, hey, I'll put it this way: if your investment that you just made, a two hundred forty-five million dollar investment, is looking the part, then uh, then in my mind, it's a successful season. Like. I mean that you know that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the two hundred forty-five million dollar player to show up. And, you just and paid a guy two hundred forty-five million dollars to not make the playoffs. Is I, that what you're saying? Well, they could easily win ten games and not make. They could, in theory, win eleven games and not make the playoffs. And yeah, I, you I, could. I think a lot it's a very possible outcome. But I think if I, if that outcome comes about, I'm not really happy with that season. To me, two hundred forty-five million dollars to to it not make the playoffs. It actually is less about even making the playoffs like that to me you have to make the playoffs you miss the playoffs loser okay, whatever if it's a 10 win situation and in another 10 win team gets Ooh, in, so be it but yeah. guys me, got some high standards here. Bad take it, on i mean that's bad exactly take. what you're doing though you're you're getting ready you're gearing up to go all in i don't think this year is your all-in year i think based on some of the moves you saw the broncos make you can't commit to this as your all-in year i don't think they've done that but i think they have positioned themselves for next year to be that year and if you got to feel like you're on the cusp right now. And I, I think just making the playoffs doesn't feel like you're on the cusp of making it to championships. I think you need to win a playoff game. In my mind, you have to get to the playoffs and win a game. You're probably a wild card, so you're probably on the road. I think in order to feel really good about where you are at with this team, you got to go win a playoff game. Yeah, I I don't like to measure it like this is the year. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's more based off. Look win- at the contracts. Yeah, I, I think contracts. I think it's based off window. We obviously now have a five-year window to ideally win. Obviously, best case, stupid thing to stay is five. But I think realistically, two to three Super Bowls would be wildly successful. Uh-huh. I think you based off. <laughs> Dude, I hey, know what I, I literally in. just said. I literally Breaking just said. News, I literally just said. If the Broncos win three Super Bowls I in the next five years, that is successful. I literally just said <laughs> that's wildly successful. But I don't like to base it off of we have to win a Super Bowl next year. We're, we're primed for next year. It has to be. It has to be um, measurable. Next, next year, me- bust, me- buddy. Measurable, okay. measurable, tangible results. I agree with Jared. What you got to win a playoff game. I think that is the bare minimum expectation with a 200. Mm. I'm not mm. a guy that wants to pay someone $245 to do 50 cents of work. Connor, AKA, I don't want to pay a guy $245 million That's to do what a $5 million, $10 million quarterback you're can cheapo. do. You don't even pay anyone any money to do any I'm work. A cleaner. That was yeah. a good okay. analogy. I like that. Yeah. Like so anyways, you got to win a playoff game. It's right. obvious. You, yeah. you just you know, paid. You just, high, you just got the, the third the highest high. paid quarterback. Are you out of your mind? And then uh, yeah, I think you've also had one of the worst records in the NFL. For irrelevant. The past few years. Irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It is completely it is irrelevant, irrelevant when you totally revamp the quarterback, a.k.a. the most position, in fo- the most important position in it all of sports. the most position in all the sports. It is. Right. So when it you is. upgrade that to the level where he's a top five paid guy. Yeah, I want results. I think that's fair. Yeah. You know what? I think so, too. You didn't know. You just said it. You didn't think but, that's but, fair. But I think I think a playoff appearance, I, I honestly think making the playoffs with this division right now, with this year being the first year with a new coach, a new quarterback, I think making the playoffs, even if you lose the first game, that's successful to me. This season. For this season, that is successful. All right. So I've upgraded you from from no playoffs to playoffs. I, I, if they win, honestly, for me, it's less about even like the outcome, right? What I want to see I is just yes, want okay, a good competitive team. No, guys. No, 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 I just no. want I just want us to win games, but like maybe not get there. No, don't you know? no, no, no. You're getting me that's all okay wrong with here. me. I'm okay with that. Uh-uh. No, do not put words into my mouth over there, producer <laughs> Nick. It's okay. Uh, I, I just came away from a CU Buffs podcast, oh, and in no. the middle of it, I actually 
committed to like honestly guys i just want a moral victory i want to oh, feel man. like a team showed up and played hard i said that yeah you've said that for a lot yeah. of years oh. now i think now so it's so a long time so i think that. i think more more for me what i'm looking at for this season with a new quarterback with new head coach new system right what i want to see regardless of the wins and what's happening i want to see the different players that we need to win a super bowl take those steps forward that to me is more important like if, if the Broncos win 9-10 games and miss the playoffs, but we see like a big step forward from Jerry Judy, we see KJ Hamler jump onto the scene and no. like start making a, a move. Nope. We see Javante Williams nope. continue to look like that force of a running back. Uh, Russell Wilson's looking seamlessly into this. But if that and happens, you're you're going to the playoffs. If, if everything you're saying happens, but, no, but the see, Broncos are but, in the playoffs guess, and they're probably winning the playoffs. I disagree playoff though, because the division is so good. We've said on our show before that like it is, it would be good if the Broncos can get out of division play at 500 splitting with every team, everyone is so good in that division. Like, like I'm saying, I, the Broncos that could all go right. And the Broncos could still just lose a couple games that like they had in their hands and something happened and they're out of the playoffs with 10 games. And I would still consider it a successful season. If we're looking at our core players, taking steps forward, having healthy years, right? That would make me feel like, Hey, we actually, this is going to work. Like this can work. I just want to see that. I want to see that this can work, right? Look, here's here's why I think the Broncos have the 17th hardest schedule in the league. That's a that's a middle of the road strength of schedule con, uh, season. Excuse me, not not contract. Um, there's no reason that like 10, 11 wins, even with splitting 500, you're telling me that the Broncos are fighting between playoff position. I just don't like based on what you're saying. I just anyways, we're, we're almost saying the same thing. Yeah, I, I I do agree with Connor that it is probably more important how they get there. As far as this results. window, when you're talking about this window that the Broncos are, are entering, that that you do feel like they are in this window. I'll look at you know point point to the the Colorado Avalanche where they had two or three years with bad playoff exits, but it really kind of felt like they had the talent and they were right there. So I still think getting to the playoffs is huge. Winning games in the playoffs that to me is just the bar that's set. When you have a quarterback at Russell Wilson's level and a team with the talent of the Broncos have that should be your expectations year in and year out if you don't go in and win at least one playoff game that's a disappointment to the season i think that's where the bar needs to be set maybe they're not there this year but i think that they are and i think they need to be this year and again just for clarification it's the 17th easiest schedule i think i said 17th hardest yeah we're splitting hairs there right 15 middle of the road schedule there's no reason absolutely no reason all right Gotta have no, it. No, it gets hard. Season gets hard for you know, like weeks, hey, like six to uh, weeks, like six to weeks. There, the whatever the easiest schedule. It's like that's based off last year. Like things change. I don't. I don't. Oh, so kind of like kind of like your argument. What we just had about how not having a quarterback doesn't change things because the Broncos have been bad the past couple of years. It absolutely changes things. Oh, but so it, it does. But it doesn't mean that if the Broncos win ten games and look like they're taking steps forward, but somehow miss the playoffs because there's just too many teams that have eleven wins and another team that has the tiebreaker off us with ten wins, like doesn't mean that that is a failure of a season. Like it's, it's a failure. Like, you just I, I, a I'm looking two, forward to this season. You just paid a guy high. $245 This is going to be high in the studio this season, I think. Mm, unbelievable. I think things are going to get rowdy here. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Hey, All we'll right. see. The chips well, fall. the Broncos take on the Seattle Seahawks oh, on wow. Monday Night Football. Uh, very, very conveniently uh, put them on Monday Night Football for Russell Wilson to go back to Seattle to play there. What kind of ovation do you think he gets there? Are we talking oh. huge standing ovation? 
Uh, yeah, when I think Russ so. walks out. Oh yeah, no doubt. He's definitely going to get a standing ovation. And that can't. I mean, as a Seahawks player, that can't like motivate you any, right? I, I, I mean, hey, no, it might, right? You're playing against Russell Wilson. You're playing against the guy that didn't okay. want to be there, right? You're you're okay. going to have a little chip on your shoulder. Okay, but okay. you know, I, I'm just excited, man. It's game one, baby. We are finally here. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. Right. The Denver Broncos might have something that Russell Wilson does not have. Nick's going to hate this stat. Nick's, I, I can see it already. Uh, the Denver Broncos, in the last... So Russell Wilson's been in the league for 10 years. In those 10 years, Russell Wilson is 6-4 and four in game ones of an NFL That's season. That's the worst possible stat <laughs> I've ever heard on the show. The Broncos are 8-2 and two in the last 10 years. And that includes two and two when we've been miserable, right? So uh, maybe a so little. So you Bronco- want to be a bad team to be good on <laughs> May- opening. Maybe game. a little Broncos magic will be there for him, right? Maybe a little Broncos magic coming in, you know, uh, win some games. I just want to quickly say, I just taking a look at the Broncos' success in game ones. It actually is fascinating to me. Okay, it really is. It, it's interesting to me. So the Broncos have had sixty-one opening day games, and they have uh, sixty-two rather. Sorry, and they've had forty-one wins, twenty losses, and one tie. Uh, back since 1996, the Broncos are 19 and seven on opening day. It's impressive, man. It's impressive numbers. Okay, uh, all that to say, the reason I bring up this stat today is that let's not. Let, I'm going to try to hold myself accountable here, but let's not overreact either way after one game. Okay, okay. because okay. look at what the Broncos have, have won in their game one game. Sure. Last year they were three and zero. Normally, right? Connor, yeah. yes. I've looked at this Seattle roster because it's a pretty overturned roster. It's not a lot of guys remaining from last year's roster, at least nobody that you recognize. Worst stat and I've ever heard. Outside of... <laughs> <laughs> I knew Nick was that the that worst one to date? The worst? It might, hey, now we're getting into real games, so I can, uh, you know... Hey. <laughs> Connor's been reaching for a few weeks. Yeah, it's a, that's a little watered down. A few months. <laughs> that's, like the, that's some watered down uh, action there. But hey, we're getting into the real season. We're going to get some Russell Wilson always calls heads. In the last twelve games, and he's seven and five in After those he games. Ties his shoe. Okay, but but okay. do you call heads or tails? Do you call it the same every time? I'm a tails guy. I'm a tails, tails guy. Never I'm also I'm also know. a rock guy too. I'll go rock nine times until you decide to do something different. It's good to know if I ever play uh, rock or precision. Well, there is some strategy to that though, because then the person on the other side may be overthinking it. You know, I'm just gonna go rock until I lose or win. <laughs> Okay, back to this. Uh, but looking at the Seattle Seahawks roster, it's bad. It's bad. Take out the receivers. Their receiving core is good. I don't think there's another position group on this team that you can say that about. And if the Broncos don't win this game, that is absolutely an indictment on where they're at. Maybe not so much on how they will end up in the season, but an indictment on how you approach this preseason, that that would be an indication to me that you are not ready to play this game. That's the only way the Broncos can't win this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to over. I'm not going to overreact after one game, uh, especially. Okay, Seattle is is a tough place to play, right? I mean, I know their team's not good, but it's a tough place to play. It's one of the better home field advantages in football. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be rowdy, man. People are going to show up to that game because hey. What do they say in baseball, right? In spring training, hope springs eternal, right? Oh Everybody, everybody's oh hopeful game God. one, right? I mean, everybody is in every sport. Everyone's hopeful game one. It doesn't matter if you're a Texans fan or a Seahawks fan or whatever. You have been listening to all the beat writers and all the radio hosts and everyone talk up how, hey, best case scenario, this is how this could work. This is what we're looking for. And even beyond that, you're just excited for football again. 
add in the fact that Russell Wilson's coming back to town, this place is going to be jumping, man. It's going to be rowdy over there. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if the Broncos dropped this game. They haven't played any of their starters all preseason. You know, it's going to take... I mean, hey, they're professionals, right? We say this all the time. They should jump right into it, right? But it could definitely take a few drives to kind of just get the whole feel back, uh, you know, uh, And speed. I don't, would not be surprised by that at all. I don't actually expect that. I think Russell Wilson hits the ground running with this team. I, I really do. But, I mean, just tell me how. I mean, how are the Seahawks going to do inflict damage upon the Broncos? Okay, they they lost Russell Wilson. Huge, obviously. They also lost their lead running back from last year in Chris Carson, who retired this offseason due to a neck injury. I mean, all their firepower is in the receiving core, and you got Geno freaking Smith throwing it to him. So if the Broncos aren't able to withstand whatever rush you get early on in this game, again, that's an insight. So, yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing we got to see is how the Broncos handle – the Rundy. I think that's the biggest thing I'll be curious to see. Are are the Seahawks the best rushing team? Absolutely not. But that is a, an area of weakness, especially last year for Denver. Uh, with the additions that they made, I'm curious to see how Randy uh, Randy Gregory does. I'm curious to see how Bradley Chubb does. So it'll be interesting to see uh, kind of just how those first and second downs play out. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited. It's not Houston. I know that's the first home game of the year. I wouldn't be nearly as excited if it wasn't the Seahawks, but I'm excited. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the running game. That is something I I would you you ask how could the Seahawks beat the Broncos, right? And and I think that's how they can attack them, right? I'm not saying it'll work for him, um, but yes, they lost Chris Carson right to uh, to retirement, but they did pick uh, Kenneth Walker, uh, 41st overall in the draft, and they like him. They like what they see out of him. He's kind of a sleeper in some fantasy boards out there, right? Uh, Seattle's had a very good run game in the past, right? It's kind of like the plug and play doesn't yeah, really matter who's there, re- right? They also did re-sign Rashad Penny, who is the guy that came on for them at the end of last <laughs> right. year, forward draft. And, and that was the other one I was going to say. Was, and he's probably going to be the starter, actually, Rash- yeah. Rashad Penny right now. Uh, but they do have two guys that still, they're not nobodies here, right? Like they And hey, when we're talking about this, everybody knows this, right? It's NFL football. Anybody can win on any given week, right? They're all really good players. They can't. can't But you know what? I'm actually intrigued with that running back room over in Seattle. And I think with having Geno Smith, with with their quarterback room being a little bit weaker, I think you're going to see them try to lean heavily on the run if they can, right? And now if, if Russell Wilson and the Broncos get way out ahead... Then yeah, I, I see this game yeah, being Pete pretty Carroll's much over. Pete Carroll's a defensive guy. That's the way he's always wanted to run his team. Right. And you look at when Russell Wilson was there as a young quarterback, well, and they still got they some did. some of their big old guys there on the defensive line. Right. It's still going to be tricky to. And hey, I'm not super high on the Broncos' offensive line either. I'm not going to lie. Like that is something that I, I, I'm just I'm anxious to see what happens with the Broncos' offensive line because, quite frankly, I'm, I have some question marks on that front. So um, if they can kind of con- you know battle at the line of scrimmage uh the seahawks rather if the seahawks can you know bully uh you know bully our offensive line make it to where we don't have the holes to run for javante williams and uh, melvin gordon then i could see them stifling a little bit especially early on and if they can stick to their run game you know you never know what'll happen man i'm just saying that place is gonna be nuts you just watch place is gonna be bonkers i just in my mind and this is where the expectations go you have to be able to withstand it i i don't I wouldn't be surprised if the score is somewhat close to this game, but you, you have to feel like the Broncos are in control of this game throughout it. In fact, I look at the the first two games of the Broncos season. You know, we mentioned I think the second one is Houston, right at home. 
you have to think that that probably played a part in the decision to not really play any of your starters in the preseason because you know you have a couple of early ones to iron a few things out. You may see that from the Broncos, and that's that doesn't concern me. I'm not going to lose you know any sleep over that. But if this Broncos team can't can't put it together to win this game, this is to me they're they're a six and a half point favorite right now. And that's like my lock of the week right now. Oh, yeah. taking the Broncos oh, minus yeah. six and a half on that. If they can't win this minus game by 270 a touchdown, on the road, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's the money line minus 270. Yeah. So I like, Ooh, I, I like that. I like the money line at minus 270. I'm not sure I like the minus six and a half, to be honest. Okay. I'm really okay. not. I think it's going to be a lot closer than you guys are giving a credit. Well, then for. buy some points, Connor. Let's go, dude. It's going to be an easy <laughs> dub. I'm telling you, it's going to be real. It, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a cakewalk, honestly. I hope so. I hope that I'm wrong and it is an absolute cakewalk because uh, that would be fantastic. I think maybe it's just a little PTSD that I'm experiencing sure. here from, well, from the last. Well, I've been beaten down so much. The yeah, last yeah. Few Drew years. Locke is your quarterback for the last. That's true. Yep. yep. He didn't even start. Like I'm saying, he's not even the starter. That's how you know are we you, had a are shite you disappointed? Are you disappointed that Drew Locke isn't under center this week? I think oh, I believe. Yeah. I think I believe I said that Geno Smith would start. You yeah. did. You we did. Both did. So. Yeah. We both did. yeah. I think I, you. Oh no. I, 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 he I, made I, the wrong choice. No. They wanted to lose games. He made the wrong choice. And you know what else I thought about after this announcement was made? I'm sure you guys are on like. Broncos Facebook groups. I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are whatever social media of any sort. You you had so many Drew Locke apologists, and I just want to like put this out there just because I'm that guy that wants to poke the bears. Like, what do you have to say for yourselves now? Let me remind everybody. Oh, they're still saying I want to. I want to remind you. I want to remind you, and everybody denies this, but we all knew half half of Broncos fans wanted Paxton Lynch to start immediately yep. and everybody denies it everybody runs from it there are half of you out there looking at you ryan chick that wanted paxton <laughs> lynch to start i'm telling you oh, putting him on blast on yeah. there that's dirty it's the that's same thing dirty. as the the drew lock stuff but yeah it is and it just it just is hilarious to me because now he goes and loses out the starting job to gino freaking smith of all people and it just my father is one of those Drew Locke apologists for sure. I bet he is. I, you know, I talk with him all the time. Probably where you get it from, huh? And, uh, yep, that ha, makes total sense. Not an apologist. Um, oh, the ultimate apologist. Yeah. So, uh, but what's funny is you, you want to know what I heard from him when I when I told him like, hey, Drew Locke didn't even get the start, starting job over Gino, right? His response is, well, yeah. He didn't really. He was never really given even a chance. Uh, it was, yeah. was Geno. He had, he had Gino COVID. Smith. He, he got COVID. Yeah. So therefore, he got COVID. Lost his, his little sp- chance that he had, you know, he got COVID. So what can you do? Uh, they wanted to start Geno Smith from day one. Which, yeah, for which sure. Which might be kind of true to a certain extent, but at the same time, like, no. If he was good enough, he would have gone in there. They would have seen and been like, "Hey, we got to try to give this guy a chance." And no, it didn't happen. So I, I'm just telling you, those apologists, they're still out there. They're still, they're there. still out there in force, and they, they are, are here. still there. Mm-hmm. It's the same people. Loyal like till the end, baby. It is the, they're, they're the same person. They're also the Jimmy Garoppolo people. Yeah. I, like, Loyal, I, don't, I don't hate Jimmy G. <laughs> Loyal until one of them wanders into someone's house at 3 in the morning and gets hit with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, so oh, wait, no, weird. that was Chad Kelly. Oh, Swag Kelly. But he's the same guy. way. He had, he had he his was following. Sober. He was he sober. Had, didn't you know that? He had his following, too, his apologists, right? The Chad Kelly group, right? There was a guy I worked with. Yeah. There was, oh, uh, yeah. there, where, was where do you royalty. Go? There was a guy from Tennessee that was absolutely all about Swag Kelly. This guy's the future. Out of the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not there. I think he might be back in the league now. I think somebody might have signed him again on the practice squad, but that's neither here nor there. I assume we're all putting this down as a W, right? We all I believe do. Yeah, the I Broncos think are going to win. Uh-huh. So 
Are there things you want to see? I kind of talked about mine a little bit, but are there things you would like to see from this Broncos team aside from just win and loss? Are there things you – we haven't seen many of the starters. Are there things you're looking forward to that you feel like you'd like to see in this game? Uh, yeah, I, I just want to see how it all fits. But I guess specifically, uh, I really want to see KJ Hamler come in. And, you know, obviously up to this point, been an, been an absolute no-show of a pick, right? It's been uh, no benefit added to the Broncos having him here. I, I want to see KJ Hamler make a couple. I'm not, I'm not looking for a hundred. You know, I'm not ridiculous. I'm not looking for a hundred yard game or something. Just that one KJ. play where you uh, look at and you're like, oh, yeah, I just want, I want to see something, okay. right? I want to see, I want to see a game from KJ Hamler, maybe two, three catches for like 36 yards, right? Just kind of coming up uh, big uh, right at the right moment. How, how much yak? Um, how many yards after the catch? I don't know. I don't know about that yak. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I want to see KJ Hamler. That's that for me. That is what I'm looking at. And then the other one, I'm going to stick with the wide receivers and go Jerry Judy. I want to see Jerry Judy, who has been hyped up as this elite route runner. You know, he was uh, top five in the NFL last season like before games. he got injured in terms of yards of separation per target, which kind of implies that hey, this guy knows how to get open, right? Uh, it's everyone's there, right? Everyone says it. All the talk is there. The hype has been there. Every coaching staff that has coached him talks him up. But it's time to put up or shut up. So, so for me, that's where I'm looking. I'm looking at those two wide receivers. I want to see some steps from those two guys that they can be contributors on a contender. One of the things I'm interested to see is the the running back split. Um, I think people assume it's going to be heavy Javante, and I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be pretty evenly split, but I'm curious to see how they utilize those guys, if it's any different from last year. I felt like at times last year, the times that they were switched out and brought in were odd and didn't make a whole lot of sense at times. Uh, but I'm just curious to see that. Jerry Judy is the other one for me, and it's not even so much what you were just kind of saying about KJ Hammer. I don't need a a humongous game from Judy. Just act like you belong. Like, show me that you are a legitimate starting receiver. Yeah, give me in the some NFL. like five, six receptions for sixty yards. You yeah, know, get yourself open, be making plays, and defensively, uh, you know, you guys talked about the run and and the ability to stop the run. That's what uh, Seattle wants to do. I, I want to see can this linebacking group, you know, hold up in that sense. This D line who has some new faces on it. I'm curious to see how they look in that regard. Uh, and and yeah, just really overall. With the defense, just kind of how how this team looks. We're obviously going from a defensive coach to an offensive-minded coach. This has been a strong point for the Broncos for the last couple of years, even through all their weaknesses. So you're hoping that that success can continue, and you're seeing guys making plays, new faces off the edge. I- I'm excited to see that. So anything else you guys want to add on this, or should we do some score predictions? Yeah, let's go score predictions. All right, Connor, do you want to lead us off? Sure, let's go... 27-17 Broncos. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to take the Broncos at a little bit of a wider margin here. I think they take this game easily 31-13. to 31-13? Yep. What you got, Soaps? Well, I'm looking at the... Uh, With your advanced research that you're I'm doing just looking at the, the I'm just looking at the total points. Uh, I want to say I think it was like at 47. So one second here. Uh, total points is 45. So I'm going to say Broncos 21, Seahawks 13 with the cover. Let's go. Boom, baby. <laughs> and Soaps, you just did something smart there. For anyone that's in a pick em thing, I'm going to give you some advice. You know what I'm talking about, the pick where you pick all the games for the NFL yeah, yeah. week. And then usually your tiebreaker is the Monday night total points. Look at the betting over under. 
That is Vegas telling you this is what they believe. This is what people are betting on believing it. Just yeah. saying it's a good starting point. I should have gone 21-14 probably. Uh, not really Vegas telling you as much as I know the market. The market, market sure. Well, well, I only well, did, I only did 13. Sorry, that, that's like Vegas. a pet peeve. Well, I'm like, still, it really is. I'm still, I'm still a touchdown short, but... Because Vegas does not make the lines. Like, like the, the bookies at Vegas don't make the lines There's an initial line that is set, and then it gets moved. Like, but not even right. Vegas. They're not even the, the, the line makers. Sure, but sure. Okay. You, you know what I mean. We'll go. The, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a pet peeve here. You know? What, I'm going to say every time now. You have to say Every time. Every time. That's good, though. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm still a touchdown. I also would like to add I'm that I think I just short, did 44 total points, so I was right on the uh, over-under without even thinking about we it. We go a little under. Oh. I think I think Russ comes out a little rusty. Uh, I think that... Russ the Rusty. Yeah, Mr. Rusty. rusty. Russ. Comes out a little short. Comes out a little slow. Sluggish. So... That's going to be a new it's a good move. It's a good time to bet, I feel like. The Rusty Russ. It's going to be a new move. Maybe a drink. Maybe a drink. Yeah. That's probably, right. probably safer. <laughs> all right. All right. We talked a little bit of betting. We're going to bring in a new segment into the show now that we're into the NFL season. It's something we've been doing a little bit more and more discussing on the show is sports betting. Our, our sponsor on the show, Thrive Fantasy, is one of the leaders in daily fantasy sports betting. It's a unique platform that doesn't really approach things the way that most sports books do. It, it focuses solely on player props. So what we're going to do week in and week out, we're going to throw out some some of our best bets. Uh, we're mostly, I think, we'll stick to the NFL season or teams, but. Well, I'll let you guys get creative as as NHL, NBA get going if we want to throw some different guys in there as well. So what we're going to do each week, we're going to, each of us three, are going to give you our best bet of the week. We're going to keep track of this. Throughout the year, we have a new bet board we've brought in here because too many verbal bets have been made and not documented. There's one bet that I know I'm winning. Yeah, well, we keep that one. Wait, which one? Because there's two of them that I could. The Draymond, the, the Draymond, Draymond, the Draymond one is the, a the Baker's the one in my head. What's that one? Uh, I, I think it was a hundred bucks that uh, he would be a top sixteen quarterback. Top top half. Yeah, of the Connor's league, nodding. So, so yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah, for league, sure. Top half of the league. So he will not. Uh, yeah, absolutely loving that, loving that. So these bets we're going to be utilizing the Thrive Fantasy platform. If you have not already signed up with Thrive Fantasy, you got to do it. You're getting a great promo right now going. If you put our promo code RED, that's R E D, when you sign up, they will match up to one hundred dollars. That's free money in your pocket. All you have to do is type in R E D for the promo code, but we're going to use this Thrive Fantasy platform to make these bets, okay? If you're on the web, the the app, which is what I use on my phone, I don't know who, apparently people still go on their computers to these sites. Some people I, still I, have AOL uh, yeah. email oh, addresses. Wow. I, don't I don't know. But on, on the Thrive Fantasy app, when you open it up, you start in the contest, okay? Contest just like Anything with DraftKings, FanDuel, I think most people are familiar with those. You build a roster of 10 player props. You can do that. Or you can flip over to the house props where you can just make single bets, parlay bets, different things there. So that's kind of a, a little bit of a rundown on how this works if you're following along as you're listening to the show. So do you guys want me to start with my pick or do you guys want to start? Does I'll go. have a preference? Okay. I'm ready. So start with your best bet of week one for the NFL football season. Yeah, this one's pretty easy for me. I drafted this guy. He's obviously going to be amazing. Jalen Waddle over 57 and a half total reception yards. Let's go. All right. All right. And Jalen Waddle for the Miami Dolphins. Do who do you do you have in front of you who they play this week? Uh, they play New England. New England. Okay. They're at Miami. Okay. At, at home. New All England right. suspect Division at game. best. At best. New England is suspect. 
Okay. Book him, Dano. <laughs> All right. Book He's em. on the Tua train. He's on the Tua train. I'm not train. the Tua train. I'm on the Tyreek train. <laughs> He's opening things up. He's opening it okay. up. He's okay. so open. Okay, Connor, just throw it I'm going to point to you next. Just I'll throw go it to him. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do this one in honor of our fearless leader over here, Jared All. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Under. Under. Oh. <laughs> 219.5 passing yards against his former team. You know Cleveland what's pathetic Browns. about that is that is the line. Give Vegas made that line at 219 and a half. Ha, under. Ha, Nick, I actually, me. when I was looking <laughs> trying at mine, to get me, that's the first one that I went to right there was Baker, Baker. to take the Baker, over, Baker, the I, touchdown. I could Baker. not get on the over. I do no. like the under on that. No, see, I, because he... Uh, this is an opportunity to sh- to stand up. I mean, it's a chip game, right? Chip on the shoulder game. He's going to yeah. stand up against his former team and show them what oh, they did yeah. wrong. Uh-huh. And he Go is on. going to fold like a lawn chair. Yes. All right. Ooh, he's going to yes. fold like a lawn chair. But he's not going to sniff 220 Here's yards. the thing that's going to actually happen, Connor. You're right with your pick. You're he has wrong a better chance with the reasoning. He okay? has a better chance because to run for 220 Because they're going to win this game against Cleveland. I believe In they're, spite of Baker. They're In spite at home. of Baker. No, but they're going to be winning. They're going to be running the ball. That's what they want to do. Get the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands. He will have no need to throw the ball that many times. If they're losing in the game, he's definitely putting. I hope up they're down like tw- I, I hope oh. they're down like twenty-eight zero, and he still goes for and like two hundred and five yards. Three picks. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. I'll let you take that one. I wasn't going to bet against it. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. I actually like both of those so far. I am going to go to the San Francisco 49ers game. I'm on my boy Trey Lance. Okay. I bet you are. Mm. On the rushing yards. Oh, wow. 36 and a half. This to me is a very favorable number. In three starts last year, he was averaging over 50 yards a game rushing. Kyle Shanahan's a smart coach. I like you that. know he's going to put him in the best position to succeed. And early on for Trey Lance, that means running the ball. I love this number at 36 and a half. I'm taking Trey Lance over Ooh, 36 like and a half rushing yards. I like it. Okay, so we'll document these week in and week out. If we have any other bets that come up throughout the show, they will also get documented. I haven't come up with – I don't think the winner gets a prize in this. I think whoever the loser – in the best bets throughout the season, what's is? that hot? T- what's that hot tamale? The yeah, uh, we might be doing uh, some mm. some. What's the mm. one? The hot chip. Is that what you're going for? The uh, hottest one in the world. The hot know? chip. Oh. There's the the chip challenge. You've seen this? Oh, see? they send you one chip wrapped up, and it's the chip challenge, and it's made with I don't know what kind of pepper, but some kind of crazy. I know ghost peppers are really hot. Yeah, we should do a Carolina ghost pepper. I, I, oh, that's what I was thinking. Is the California Reaper? Yeah. So this chip challenge Carolina. is actually pretty crazy. You should, we should look into the chip challenge. It's a Baker I think that'd be wild. Reaper. If they still do, I don't even Gross. know if they still do it, but if they do the chip challenge okay. still, that is a. All right, so we if, if you guys have advice out there anything torturous but also reasonable that whoever loses on the bets throughout the season can do please find us on twitter we're at red rock sports one we always encourage any feedback that you have for us and always appreciate you guys following us on twitter there at red rock sports one all right one last time for thrive fantasy make sure you get on there use our promo code red that's r-e-d you can download them any app store has it the thrive fantasy app or online thrivefantasy.com. All right, Connor, I know you had some time constraints. Do you need to get rolling? I got five minutes. You got five minutes. We're going to get going on this segment. We'll see if we wrap up in five minutes. If not, you go as you need to. Okay, this is going to be a quick... We can go quick. We'll go rapid fire on this. This is buy or sell. We got a Mm. few of them here that are Broncos related, and then I got a few of them that are just NFL related, and we can all just kind of give our answers quickly, although I'm sure... That won't happen. I like to talk. What can I say? All right. First one. 
Russell Wilson will be an NFL candidate throughout. Uh, Keyword there, MVP. throughout. MVP candidate. What did I say? NFL. He's I even, NFL, I but... even wrote NFL candidate. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. An MVP. It's like Anchorman. You will say whatever is on the teleprompter. <laughs> yes. All right, MVP candidate. MVP candidate throughout the 2022 uh, season. Sell. You're Absolutely selling. sell. Why are you selling? Because we just established we think he's around the sixth best quarterback in the league. Uh, he's not going to come in first year, first first year head coach, first year in a new system. Pop is the best quarterback in the league. No way. Soaps? Sell. For those reasons also, I'm out. You're out. There's no way. I just don't think there's any way. I think it'll be a team effort. I think he is going to throw up a, a lot of yards. I just I don't I don't like I'm it. I'm gonna buy it. it on the story alone. And we all know that how much story matters when it comes to MVP at least being in the discussion. And I absolutely think he stays in that top three, top five group all year long. I'm buying Russell Wilson oh, wow. as an MVP candidate. Okay, number two, Broncos will win the AFC West. Sadly, I'm going to sell on that, too. I think I do think that they can finish second. I think it's going to be tough for them to get... I mean, that's just such a loaded division. I would not bet on them getting first. So, no, I'm going to sell. No, I'll buy. Yeah, anything's possible. Duh. Obviously. <laughs> anything is possible. Yeah, like, Especially because you know you're getting Kevin real Garnett's good odds. Yeah, they could, def- they could definitely win. They yeah, could. If they you're could. taking They definitely that. could. You're not a true fan, In Connor. fact, you Sad should, to see you you should like probably this. go take that bet. Right yeah, now. why not? It's probably a good I don't even one. care. It's going to be one of those things. We're going to be in it. The games are going to be a lot closer than I think we think they think it is. Does that make sense? Are you thinking about that? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm not thinking about what you're thinking <laughs> okay. that they think. Uh, I'm selling. I, I'm not thinking that at all. Okay, I'm thinking differently. I am selling because the odds are, are, are kind of stacked against them. I think there's just too much. All it takes is injury. Division. Just give me an this injury. This is also a good point. Okay, uh, last Broncos one here. The Broncos will have... Man, I struggle with my notes today. This doesn't even make you sense. Might be dis- you might be dyslexic. Uh, Broncos will have a top 10... Wide receiver in terms of total yards this year. Connor, top 10 wide receiver in total yards hmm. for the Broncos. Uh, let's go. Oh, man, you know what? I'm being a hater. I'm going to buy this one. I'm gonna well, buy you it. can tell us how you actually feel. I'm going to buy this one. Just, I think it's close, so I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. It could happen. I think with the loss of Tim Patrick, I think with the way that the Broncos offense is set up, with the plays that will be called, I don't see a situation where that's not the case. If Jerry Judy can stay healthy, it's a top 10 receiver. I think that says all he needs to. I probably should have looked into this beforehand, but what is it to, the yardage for a top 10 receiver? Are we talking like crossing 1,000 yards? Or are we oh, thinking more like into the, the 11, 1,200 yards? And, and so you can look this up while I give my answer, which I'm buying because to me, that guy is Cortland Sutton. He's got the deep ball potential that he, he's been great at that in past years we know Russell Wilson loves to throw the deep ball I absolutely think this is a guy that can get a thousand twelve hundred even fifteen hundred yards in a season so DJ, last DJ, year DJ Moore yeah was DJ 10. Moore eleven fifty seven and okay. then uh, number ninth was uh, Deontay Johnson at eleven sixty one. Absolutely, and then have Cortland Sutton at twelve hundred yards this year. I believe it. He's okay. done. Top Let's ten do receiver. I'm in okay. it. I'm in. All right, we got three non Broncos NFL related ones before we get out of here. First one, Trey Lance, my guy this week. Will he lose his starting job this year due to performance, not injury? Absolutely, unequivocally, whatever else Stephen A. says to to emphasize his point, no. He will not lose his spot. They're going to give him – he's he's on the Colin Kaepernick train in the sense of he – is allowed to make as many mistakes as he wants to. He's gonna be yeah. They like, gave up he's too gonna much be, for him. He's gonna be a, a Mike Vick light, like an ultimate light, like a 
like a I can't even think of the beer like a Mick Ultra. This man Mick is Ultra. going to be running around making plays, maybe. But there's no way they pull. There's like he could so be much Mick drama so, with the so Jimmy instead G. of a Mick Ultra, it's a Vic Ultra. Ooh. Tough. Ooh. I wish I had the cricket sound. I'm with Nick. I'm, I'm jumping okay. on it. I'm, I'm, they gave up too much for him. Yeah. They're going to give it. And I, I'm a believer in Trey Lance. The only reason that, it, so. that Jimmy G is still there is because they couldn't get a nickel Correct. for him. And they signed him to a favorable. And they're waiting for somebody to get hurt and then trade him. Yeah, That's exactly. Exactly. Okay. Next one. I think we're going to be, unfortunately, on the same page of this one. But I'm curious. Uh, the Carolina Panthers will make the playoffs. And eh, false. Sell. This is really a topic right sell now. Sell it. Got Baker Mayfield. You got to buy it. You, you have to, you you have have to, to buy, buy it. it. Yeah. I can't even. You're buy not allowed it. to sell. No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're going to be close to 500, but Matt Rule is a train wreck, man, and he is going to sabotage my boy Baker, keep him from being the top 10 quarterback that he is. And and ultimately, that I just see this team as a as like an eight nine nine and eight type team. That that that's what I'm thinking. They will fall just short of the playoffs, but they'll be on the list. As you're looking at the end of the year, they'll still be on the list. They'll that's still be tough. on the list. I just had to throw it in. For fun. Well, they play. I they actually play. put it in there with the intent of buying, and I couldn't talk myself into well, it. Well, the, the the main thing going against them is they play the NFC West, and I know it may be not as strong as it has been in the past couple years. That's my main reason for saying no. But it, assuming. Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, which he won't. I, you could see it happening. I mean, there, there's, exactly. uh, there's like a the injury scenario. predictor Their defense now. is good. Their defense is good. Okay, last one, Connor. I know you're walking out the door, so I'm going to give you a chance first. Aaron Rodgers behind his offseason fueled by, let's see if I can do it right, ayahuasca. Oh, you uh, got it. call that drugs. You got drugs. It. It's called drugs. It's actually a medicinal plant. Okay? So is marijuana. <laughs> it is. That's a, a, that's will Colorado. that lead him to his third straight NFL mm. MVP? No. No. Nope. Ayahuasca, uh, you know, is not going to fuel him there. Uh, to be fair, no, uh, no ayahuasca would fuel him there. Uh, three MVPs in a row is really tough. I don't think that there's going to be voter fatigue. Nope. I'm selling on him getting a third this MVP. Is not the NBA. There is no such thing as voter <laughs> fatigue in the, in the NFL. If Aaron Rodgers allows his team to go 12 and 5, 13 and 4 with the roster that he has now, absolutely, he'll win the MVP. Back to back to back, no doubt in my mind. When Russ wins it, Aaron Rodgers can't, okay? So, Connor, real quick, on your way out the door, the crowd won't hear it, but I will. Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey with the first pick? Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, he's Duh. JT. He's all JT. Duh. You got first pick, Connor? He does not have first pick. <laughs> All right. That's Connor exiting stage left. We're going to go ahead and follow right behind him here and wrap up. It's a pleasure, as always. Yes. We always love coming in here and doing this. We do this every Tuesday night. We put our shows out Wednesday morning. You can also find us on Twitter, at Red Rocks Sports One. If you're interested in this show, want to follow any other sports-related topics, make sure to check out Woo's Media on the player you're listening to right now. They have great shows, anything from sports betting, college sports everything you could look for woos media and thanks for tuning in